This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. Today, we're talking with Paul Stevenson, Senior Risk Management Consultant with Nationwide, about how to keep you and your family safe around stored grain. Paul, what are the primary risks to safety around on-farm grain storage? So, uh, first of all, Mike, thank you so much for, for allowing me the opportunity to come and speak. Um, yeah, with regards to uh, safety around the farm and, and definitely around farm grain structures, there's a lot to be honest with you. Um, probably the most, the, the, the biggest thing that kind of jumps out at me is the entrapment issue around grain structures. Um, farmers today, I, I, I get it. We go quickly, right? There's a lot of things that are happening. And so therefore we, we, we need to get things done very, very quickly. And a lot of times we go into grain structures by ourselves that if the grain is not in good condition could cause an entrapment. Um, and that's really what Grain Bend Safety Week, the, 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 the advocacy program that, that I work with, um, really centers around those entrapments. But you can't forget about the electrical safety issues, um, the possibility of, of, of having something else happen around the farm, like um, getting wrapped up into a, a PTO shaft, uh, many of those things. And I, I'm not just talking about just the um, the parents, the, the, the owners of the farm. Uh, I'm also thinking a lot about children because children do play a part uh, in every family farm, uh, as well as, you know, the people that we hire to come in and help us on a, on a daily basis, make the farm operation be successful. Paul, with that in mind, the family at, at hmm. Paul, with that being the case, the fact that there are families on these farm operations, what can they do to stay safe around stored grain? I think uh, number one is is uh, is really know your grain condition that you have in the grain storage structure. You know, if we if we don't keep our grain in condition, then that means is, is that it's going to start to degrade, uh, and, and we're going to have problems. And typically, that problem with that grain is the reason why we have to go in uh, to a grain structure. So that would be kind of number one. Number two is to just slow down, right? Slow down and think about what you're doing decide for that day. And we, we get this a lot is that people say, you know, I, I've heard something that nationwide that you guys are talking about on Grain Bend Safety Week. Uh, and I was going to go into that bin today and I remembered how unsafe it was. And so I didn't go today. And, and that's a real win for everybody, right? Um, the kids playing around grain, you know, I grew up on a family farm. I, I used to play in grain. I used to work in grain bins. Uh, that, that, was, that was just part of the job as Part of what my dad asked me to do, um, and a lot of times, even even at fairs or or that type of stuff, we allow kids to play in trailers of of corn. We need to really probably change that mindset. Is, is it's hazardous? It's probably not the best uh, activity to have those kids do. And really, like I said, keeping track of what are the kids going to do. Lastly, I would say is is that you know if you've got to go into a grain structure, make a plan make sure that everybody's aware that you're going to go into that grain structure today, have several people there on site, know who to contact if you actually have a problem. All those things will take you a long way to being safe. Paul, are there any resources you can point our listeners to to improve grain bin safety? Yeah, uh, we, we started the advocacy program in 2014. We have uh, a site dedicated uh, for grain bin safety. It is grainbinsafetyweek.com or thinkgrainbinsafety.com. 
uh, on that, there's uh, there's a lot of written articles. I think we are up to like 40 some articles now uh, that talk about the hazards of being around a grain structure. Uh, so that's that's kind of number one. The other thing I guess that comes to mind is is that there's an opportunity there with regards to uh, from our website. You can go on and nominate a local fire department to to receive a grain rescue tube. We started giving out grain rescue tubes as part of our contest through this nomination process uh, in 2014. And since then, we've given away 272 grain rescue tubes and trainings uh, to go along with that uh, across 31 different states. And so far, we've had five successful rescues with our, with our grain rescue tubes and training. And I think that that's really important is, is that, you know, like with regards to the uh, grain rescue tube, I look at the grain rescue tube as a tool, right? It's a tool like a chainsaw is a tool. Um, so the training part of it is really, really important for us to educate the first responders, the volunteer fire companies, those people who are going to go in and, and possibly rescue somebody uh, to take the training. Uh, once again, the tool is a great tool, uh, but we do not want to have um, a first responder go in to try to rescue somebody and then they become the second victim. So the training is very important. It certainly is, Paul. Five lives saved and hopefully that number will continue to come down as folks are more safe around grain bins. I would hope so, yes. We've been talking with Paul Stevenson, Senior Risk Management Consultant for Nationwide about Grain Bin Safety Week. Paul, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much and thanks again to CHS for being such a great partner too nationwide and Grain Bin Safety Week. We really, really appreciate that. Thanks for joining us around the table. Learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership at cooperativeownership.com.